All right. So um, this is going to be weird. We're going to be listening to our intro music and like really jamming out to it. And you guys aren't going to hear it. <laughs> and it's all Run the Jewels. <laughs> oh, good morning, Dave Storm. How are we doing today? Doing good, Sid. Doing good. Did you? I don't even know if you know this. Um, the first Instagram post we put on the Seattle Restaurant Podcast was on January 18th. And today, I believe, is the 21st. So we're about a year in on the Seattle yeah. Restaurant Podcast. And to do something special, we are doing our first live podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. Very and, cool. Very cool. And honestly, like, when a year ago, when you're like, hey, uh, some customer gave me a bad review on Yelp. We should start a podcast. I never thought it'd get to the point where we're doing a live know, podcast. It's so cool. And um, so real quick, um, we're going to do this one a little bit different. But let's just start the way we usually do. How was your week, buddy? Dude, it was crazy. There was an ice storm and live power lines came down. I had to close Buckshot on Wednesday. I lived without power for like a day and a half. But let me tell you, I bought a generator last year and it's a game changer. Can you? I guess you need power to take a shower. Is that why? No. You're a little ripe over there. The hot water heater uh, holds, you know, it does its, its job. But to keep the refrigerator on so you don't have to throw out all the food you bought, um, I like to be warm. Right. And so it kept... Uh, our heater on it kept some lights on it's just it makes you comfortable man right um i had a fun week uh me and my crew at pop pop put on a run the jewels uh themed event anyone was yeah, anyone man, there looked amazing. um and i'm not gonna talk about too much because i know we have a lot to talk about but i just want to say if you don't know who i am and you're listening because we have a very famous guest um uh, my name's sid i do the seattle restaurant podcast i also do a thing called kutu and then my other project is a thing called pop pop and we do pop culture Theme pop up dinners, and this last Saturday at Elysian Fields, we did a pop up based a uh, five course pop up based on the hip hop group Run the Jewels. It looked and, amazing, and god damn it, it was it was um we are so good at this. Uh, I got <laughs> I got my front house manager Heather Dalton here, and um, Stacy, and so like. It was like we're fucking so good at this, and like um, I know I have a huge ego, but like it's not me; it's my incredible team. Um, uh, the chefs, like it, I, I just, I'm almost about to start crying because like it was, it was just Brady was there. Oh, I haven't introduced you, so you can't say anything yet. But um, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So um, we got we announced that we're going to be doing the bear next. We're not talking about when or where, but uh, that's going to be the next pop up. And now that like we're about to be really fucking famous, like we can charge what we need to charge, which I'm really excited about because my extremely hardworking staff. Staff literally gets paid way less than minimum wage, and I'm sure they're working on a lawsuit against me. Um, but um, <laughs> as we speak, but but uh, but yeah, I'm really excited. So look out for the bear pop up. Hey, why don't we introduce our amazing guest? Okay. Um, so the first <coughs> guest is someone I've known since 2004. Uh, he he grew up in Nebraska, and he's kind of we've known each other from LA to moving around and it's my good friend Brady Leffler from hey Brady how we doing I'm fantastic you're gonna be a lot louder there so we can hear you in the back um what is the name of your podcast um so I have I am kind of finishing one podcast and launching a new one so currently I have a podcast called the dry run a sober podcast about drinking and um we kind of focus on the NA movement, um, non-alcoholic beverages as the focus, and then just kind of like, you know, the world of sobriety. You know, is it exciting? Is it boring? Is it everything in between? And the, the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, moving into that, we just did um, one of our last episodes in L.A. Um, we worked with uh, the CEO of De Soie, which is a, an, an amazing NA um, aperitif brand, and uh, I'm launching my new podcast called the Bev Junkie Podcast, where we're going to really, really focus on 
the world of just uh, beverage and uh, the wild stories of just the players in the game. So, yeah, so it's kind of perfect that he came for this uh, episode, which we are recording at Cheeky and Dry and Finney. I don't know if I already said that, which is a non-alcoholic uh, bottle shop. Um, also uh, coming in. So it's funny. On the Seattle Restaurant Podcast, we have so many friends that, like, I've always said we're never going to have the same guest twice. Like, it's, it was really important for me. Um, and then I'm, I was talking with someone. I was like, well, what happens if, like, Kenji's like, I want to do another podcast? I'm like, no, nope, we're not, we're not going to do No, like, that's the rule. But I go, unless we do something special. And actually, we, we have had a second podcast. My buddy, Noah Larson from Larson's Made, one, the, one of the best knife makers in Seattle. Um, he's been he's the only guest that's been on twice. But now, Kenji, you can you can wear the uh, the chain. Uh, but our friend uh, Kenji Lopez Alt, uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks thanks for having me um, a second what, what, time. Yeah, what, <laughs> what what do you do for people that don't know? Oh, uh, I write cookbooks uh, and and a children's book. And uh, what else do I do? I, I write for the New York Times. Uh, I have it, and I have a, a YouTube show uh and and a podcast i I was kind of joking everyone knows who you are (laughs) 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 but uh and and you know we'll get into why we're doing this um and and why you know why we're doing the sober january edition but let's just do what we usually do on the podcast and let's talk about where we ate this week um dave you eat anywhere fun this week yeah man we got a new little japanese uh restaurant up in north bend called yamasai and uh they're doing a really great job it's nice to see uh some different food out there and I'm really happy that they're there. Fuck yeah, uh, Brady. Um, you live in LA, but but we, I took you out last night. Uh, and oh, I should mention that you do a pizza pop up in LA. Uh, that's your main gig. Uh, called Hi-Fi Pizza Pie. And it is where, a mobile pizzeria. And where can we find you? Um, Website wise. HiFiPizzaPie.com. Cool. Um, <laughs> and and so um, and so so and you love pizza. And and so where did we go last night? Uh, we went to is it Lupo. Lupo, not Ludo. Ludo is a band from St. Louis. That's Missouri. right. That's Lupo, right. Do you guys actually know that? I, I thought that was. If anybody knows deep. that, raise your hand. I would be no, I amazed. Think so, yeah. Okay. Um, thought so. Moving forward. Uh, so Lupo. Was, Lupo. Um, I think, that's, was what, that's, I think yeah. that's what they were cheering. They were cheering Lupo, not Ludo. <laughs> how, how was Lupo? It was. It was. I would say top five pizza that I've ever had. Um, is Neapolitan style um we did like we we kept it pretty simple um we did a cacio a pepe pizza um we did a white it was a white pie with fungi and then what was the third one it was um copa copa yeah. Yeah, it was phenomenal pick, why'd you pick lupo um well because we wanted to go to niles <laughs> peacock but they were closed on sundays and then we we're going to make it sourdough willies but we couldn't make the ferry and then um and then we go let's go to canlis fuck it let's go sit at the bar at canlis mm-hmm. uh hey chris wherever you are uh and then i, I, I and i made that sense because if you guys don't know you can go to the bar at canlis without a reservation yeah and like sometimes they kind of let you slide on what you can wear and um <laughs> it's a dope menu um you can wear a silly banana shirt if you want um and uh and then i looked it up they're closed and not that ludo was a fourth i guess it was a, a no, and Tivoli. Yeah, and they closed. Um, and so yeah, uh, God, that, this is everybody a, was okay, closed okay, listen, for the listen, Lord's Day. This is a terrible ad for Ludo. Um, but Lupo, Lupo, Lupo God, Ludo, Ludo's a, a band. Uh, we might get our we might get our first cease and desist. I was, um, I was kind of hoping we were gonna have pizza for breakfast because last time Kiji was here, we we that's did true. have yeah, pizza for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so what? Do you, so it was top five. So you know, that's I think that's a pretty high claim when a pizza guy. Uh, have you been there, Kenji? I, I haven't. It's, okay. it's like one of the places that's the uh, on my places, on my yeah. list. Yeah. Um, and then let's see what. Oh, and then we had dessert after. I gotta talk about this. Um, 
you know, we, we went to Molly Moon's afterwards, and Molly Moon's very famously um, doesn't do tips. And, uh, you know, we talk about tips on the podcast. We can talk about it for four hours right now. We're not getting into it because we got important stuff to talk about. But I got to say, Brady, how was your experience at, at Molly Moon? Uh, just read my face. Okay, so so here's the thing. We've never talked bad about a restaurant or anything like that, and we, we won't. But, like, it was just a funny experience because it was 945 and it closed at 10, and we walk in, and, like, we had a great uh, dinner at Lude. Lupo, and then um, and we're like, let's get something sweet because if you guys know, I'm a fat kid that always needs dessert after dinner. We walk into Molly Moon's at 9:45, and I was just in a great mood. My best friend from LA is here. Had a great event on Friday. I'm like, hey, like, let's get some ice cream. Like, I'm like, hey, how's it going? And she just goes, ready to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Buzz, and I just, and I'm just like, well, maybe we should bring back mandatory tipping. I don't know, (laughs) but uh, and oh, I want to talk about ginger and scallion. You guys know about ginger and scallion, the same guys that do um. Uh, Secret Kanji just opened up. They were doing their soft opening. Uh, they're where the Riez is um, uh, on 65th. Uh, and and they were only doing three dishes, just chicken and rice, Taiwanese chicken and rice. And um, it was fucking dope. Highly, highly recommend. Um, anyway, so that's enough about restaurants. Uh, Kirsten, why don't you get over here real quick and jump the mic. So um, why are we doing this episode? So one is sober January. Dry January. Dra- sorry, dry January. As we know, let's just make that very clear. Sober uh, October. Sober um, <laughs> Dry January. <laughs> but um, Cinco de Dryo. And, and, uh, <laughs> hi, 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 Kirsten. Touche. So, so, you know, the, the NA movement is getting huge. Brady, you can speak about that. But, um, we decided to do this thing one for the, for the dry January and two, yeah, just kind of show all the amazing, you know, things that are going on in this world. Kirsten, why'd you open up a non alcoholic bottle shop? Because there wasn't anywhere to get good stuff. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and, um, like, what is your background? How yeah. Do you, so um, I grew up in a flower shop, so I've always wanted to own my own shop. Cool. Uh, my husband, Yura, who is quite possibly the bravest man on earth, went to rehab last May. Okay. And we both got sober. Nice. Couldn't find a lot of good options yeah. in the area. So I have a friend who opened up a bottle shop in Virginia. Cool. I called What's her. What's the name and, of that? Uh, it's called Point Five in Richmond, Virginia. Cool. Hey, Jody. <laughs> uh, so I called her. <clears throat> excuse me. And asked her just for options for sure. different stuff. And um, looked up a bottle shop in Seattle, couldn't find one. So I thought, you know, this is a niche. Yeah. This is something that Seattle's really ready for. Uh, the more I talked about it, the more people got excited. So last uh, June, Yura got out of rehab. I waited for about five days yep. and looked at him and said, I want to open up a non-alcoholic <laughs> bottle shop. <laughs> And Damn. he was 100% on board. Wow. So jumped into R&D real quick. Yep. Um, six months later, we opened our doors. Did you, Brady, you took me to a place. What's the name of the place in L.A. that you took me to? The NA bottle shop. Don't the remember. NA. Oh, Soft Spirits. Yeah, yeah that's a cool yeah. one. Silver Lake. So I he took me there maybe a year and a half ago, and I just I was like, I cannot wait for something like this to open up in Seattle. And as soon as I heard about you, I, I was like, dude, let's promote this thing. I love it. <laughs> um, real quick, what are we drinking here? Uh, so today I I'm starting off with t- um, Tennyson. It's out of Texas. He has done what we call a freeform spirit. So it's not going to be like anything else. Um, it's got a ginger base. It's got some citrus in it. It's got some pepper in it. Um, I love this on its own. I love it as a spritz. I also love to use it as a replacement for brown liquor. It. So it makes a killer, um, old-fashioned, all sorts of things. Cool. Uh, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. Uh, sobriety, why is it important to you? Yeah, so um, 
If you had asked me a year ago if I was going to be sober, I would have told you to fuck off. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> so you like to rage? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You're, and, you know, COVID, you're, and I would go to the bar at 4 o'clock every day and have our cocktail and come home and have dinner. And um, But that was, and then our night was done. Yeah. We, you know, that was finished. So when we both got sober, we found, wow, there's a lot more to do. There's a lot more time open right. being sober. Yeah. We both feel a heck of a lot better. Yep. I mean, between the two of us, we've lost over 50 pounds yeah. since we quit drinking. Yeah. You I look mean, amazing, by the way. Thank you, darling. <laughs> so this if your husband wasn't with here. your first year of sobriety? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Um, Cool. And also recently sober, Kenji. So this is kind of why we started, because you, you mentioned something about getting sober recently. Do you mm -hmm. mind talking about that a little bit? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I stopped drinking, uh, I think, like 75 days ago. Yeah. Yay! Good number. You know, for me, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily like a... Um, it, 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 it was it was a part of my life that I just didn't really feel like I had control over, you know? It was like one of these things where... Um, if I had beer at home, like I would drink it every no night. No matter, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like basically every, every ever, ever since I had my you know not my very first drink, but ever but ever since college, basically like since right. I was nineteen. If there was ever a day where I was close to alcohol or could afford to buy it, I would I would have it. Right? Was it? Um, were you ever an asshole? Was it a weight thing? Was it just your health? It was. It was. It's sort of long term health. It's yeah. like you know, there's no amount that's really good for you. Sure. And and um and so I've been trying to cut back for years, but I, I've I've found I've never been able to get to zero are right? you like I, are you a person that can have one beer I, I, so that that's that's what i've did. i thought i could yeah, yeah and then i realized i couldn't right? right and then um you have a little restaurant experience um <laughs> yeah well uh was how was working were you able to abuse alcohol more in your setting in the restaurant industry oh uh, for sure yeah um you want to talk about that a little bit yeah, I mean, you know, this is one of one of the yeah. So like, you, I don't, I, I don't know if you've done like twelve steps, but you know, the I have AA done, stuff. But yeah. one of the first steps is you, you, you know, you talk about uh, times in the past that like you know alcohol has um, had a detrimental um, effect on you. But what, but one, of the, I remember like one of my first restaurant jobs. This was when I was in college. Um, I was working at a place, and I, and at that point, like I wasn't drinking too much, but um, but I had friends in the industry who yeah. were. Um, yeah, anyone who's worked in the industry has had friends who are sure. um, heavily into drinking. But um, yeah, I would help my friend like break into the restaurant at night. You know, like I would, <laughs> um, I would. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, like can't you like leave us there?" I was like, "Oh okay." And it's like I'm like I was like 19. I was like I don't know. Yeah, I want to be. You the guys cool were grabbing kid. alcohol. Uh, so I would like leave like you know I would leave like a little stick in the window so it wouldn't close properly. Gotcha. Um, so that this guy could come in later and like and and, and steal. I never uh, assumed that you would get arrested because of your interview on the Seattle Restaurant <laughs> Podcast. But <laughs> I think it's probably past the statute of limitations. <laughs> <laughs> but but for sure, you know, and and um, yeah. So it's it's definitely it's like it make it, you know there there've been dumb things I've done sure. for for either 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 enabling other people or or for myself. Dave, um, you, suppose we're not going to do it right now, but suppose you have a story about me that I don't know about, that I don't remember for me later. We might save that for a later date. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so Brady, uh, <laughs> for, for how long uh, alcohol-free? Um, yeah, I stopped drinking on November 18th of 2022, so I'm a little over 14 months. Yeah. Okay, and here's what's crazy. Um, Brady has been one of my best friends, like I said, since 2004. We toured together. Um, I talked to him on the phone almost every day. Um, we do similar things, podcasts, pop-ups, whatever. Um, I have a drinking problem. He had a drinking problem, but the thing is, I never knew he had a drinking problem. 
like at all because maybe I was just such a drunk. But um, uh, ditto though. Like yeah. I never knew you had a drinking problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, so after I got sober, I got a call from one of my mutual friends and like um, is this thing where it's like, oh, yeah, like we saw Brady on this person's Instagram live. And then someone that didn't even know him was like, oh, my God, look how fucked up this dude is. And I was like, no way that was Brady. Like and then it turned out and um, it was one of the most embarrassing moments because like it like my uh, fiance had just left me and like she saw it. Yeah. Too. It was this wild story of of all these, and this is Los Angeles. It's not a small city, um, but just like four or five p- players like saw this and talked to one another. And it, it was, it's it's wild. Like Sid is kind of like the connection to all of it, and I heard about it. I think from you. Um, yeah, so yeah. anyway, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a disastrous but, moment, and but that was close a very to coming bottom. to God. Um, very very close. Yeah. And and uh, just anything else about what what made you get sober? Um, I mean, I think that's a good, that's that, a good, that uh, things. visual to, um, to bring <clears throat> me to admitting that I was powerless over alcohol and, uh, retiring, hanging up the Jersey. Yeah. So. And, um, and also like you kind of like a Forrest Gump of jobs, just like me, you, you've been a server at, um, black market and, um, you know, you do the pizza pop up and I a, run and you also, uh, <laughs> you know, you were, what was your job at GT's? Uh, I was the product development, so I created the formulations for the world's you biggest You also randomly company. are currently the keyboardist for the All American Rejects for some reason. Like, <laughs> uh, so there's a bunch of weird jobs, but um, uh, that wasn't a joke. He really is. Um, and uh, uh, but but how did alcohol play a role in your life in your industry days? Um, well, I started working in bars in 2009, um, and in 2010 I started working for. Uh, GT's kombucha or synergy and and then I became the product developer and I started creating the recipes and formulations and then hard kombucha became a thing and so I had to create a hard kombucha line so I'm I'm you know I, I went from serving alcohol to making you know mixology cocktails and pre-prohibition you know diving into the history of it and then I'm making it you know like I I dove head first into the fermentation world with kombucha and then that brought me into like brewing my own beer, making my own wine, cider, and then you know designing alcoholic beverages for brands and for companies. Right. Um, and yeah, it just you know it, it gave me an excuse to drink on the job again. Yeah. You yeah. know, like um, so it just it just was saturating, soaking, if you will, like my entire world. You know, whether it was like on the job or on the clock or off the clock. Yeah. Um, so it, you know, I just, I was looking for a way out right. and, um, you know, I had to find that quote unquote rock bottom in order yeah. to get out. Yeah. And I'm happy I did. Fuck yeah. Uh, David Van Storm, um, it's obviously something we share was our drinking days together and now we share our sober days together and nights together sometimes. Yeah, man. It's, um, uh, it's, pr- it's pretty amazing. There's, a, uh, you know. Chris, Chris Morgan, as well as you and me, uh, have a long history of debauchery and getting just, man, ugly. Yeah. I, uh, and sorry, real quick, how, for people that don't know, how long you've been sober? So su- this Super Bowl Sunday will be 11 years. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's hard for me to fathom the, how good my life has got, um, I still battle, like, uh, you know, you were talking about a picture on social media or something, you know. I feel shame and embarrassment for some of the things I've done um, in my drinking days. And well, you got arrested at the Super Bowl for streaking, right? True. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, owning those things and then releasing them, uh, I couldn't have done without my sobriety and just being clear-headed and 
being able to get in touch with those emotions. There's a lot of health benefits that come with uh, sobriety, for me at least. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm pretty damn proud of myself. I'm fucking proud of you too, man, because because we were there in the trenches to get street food. Who, who would have like, thought? Yeah, restaurants are easy place to get fucked up and work. Street food is even easier because like it just it's moving fast. They literally give you a whole bar. And the keys to a truck. <laughs> and they're like, Washington State is your bitch. Yep. And so we would literally like pull off on Deception's Pass and go make martinis on the bridge. <laughs> and be like, woo, all right, we got to go to the wedding. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean. Well, it, we've come a long way, baby. Congrats, um, man. And, and Eater recently asked me, like, hey, um, what, are, what are some of the people you see as, uh, you know, inspiring in, in the Seattle restaurant scene? And one person... Uh, that I see as very inspiring. I'm gonna screw up his name. Watch this. His name is Chef David Nichols. I didn't do it. I, I, I did. But um, Chef, uh, go ahead and jump on the mic. Hey, Chef. Um, so, so you know, between street food restaurants, like, um, not to throw him under the bus, but the reason I saw my friend at the event, um, that also had the same experience. But I got sober because I worked at a bar called Rupee. Um, and it was just easy. Um, if anyone drinks in Seattle, you've probably been to Olaf's. So, like, it was next door to Olaf's. So, just, like, three hours drinking at Olaf's, then go to work, shot, 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 go back to Olaf's, and it was a mess. Um, and, and you know, I got sober my own way, just kind of whatever. But um, And I said, like, I really wish there was a program, like Ben's Friends. Um, and if you don't know what Ben's Friends is, Chef, can you, can you uh, explain a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for Drop the some out. knowledge. Awesome. Um, that was yeah. a terrible intro. Real quick, Chef David great. Nichols from Eight Roll so and Ben's Friends. Thanks. 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 Um, no, thank you so much for that shout out. Um, yeah, so Ben's Friends. Um, <clears throat> you know, so there's a Seattle chapter here. Um, my wife and I, who's in the back with our little guy, so he's the one that's making all the noise. I apologize for that. Um, our Seattle chapters. I thought that was Zane for, for some reason. It was, so. <laughs> um, our Seattle chapter has been open for. Uh, a little over four years. Um, we opened up pretty much right after we opened up Eight Row. Um, I'm sorry, can you get right in front of the mic, please? Yes, Thank sir. You. I'm bad at this. So all you podcasters. <laughs> um, so uh, Ben's Friends is a uh, hospitality sober support group. Um, so when I opened up um, Eight Row, I knew that I kind of wanted this. I was an alcoholic. Um, I'm ce celebrating uh, five years, February 6th of this year. Um, you know, all these war stories I'm kind of hearing, I lived that. Um, yep. You know, sobriety is boring, it's fun, it's all those things he talked about. Um, I wanted a restaurant that was something different. Um, so I went to um, um, an uh, event out in Washington, D.C., a No Kid Hungry event. I met this guy, Jason Alley. He's actually celebrating a sobriety birthday in about a week. Um, and I saw him doing this event, and he was not drinking, and I was fucked up doing this event. I'm like, how is this guy not doing this? And... Uh, told me about this Ben's Friends thing that he had started out in Richmond, Virginia. He had one of these chapters. Um, so I came back to Seattle. I'm like, I need to fucking do this in my restaurant when I open this thing. Um, so I reached out to them, um, got in touch with all the people out there. Um, and now there's 20 groups out in the country. There's a men's group. There's a women's group. Um, you can log on to bensfriendshope.com um, and find a meeting pretty much any single time of the day. There's a late night meeting um, the Seattle meeting meets every single Monday. Today we're meeting kind of here. Thank, um, yeah, thank you for moving awesome. your meeting. Yep. Um, well, we're still actually having it yeah. <laughs> at our, at our uh, restaurant today. We also do it online as well for people who can't um, make it as well. We do a little Zoom meeting. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it is just something that um, it's very important to me. I mean, that restaurant and um, Ben's Friends, like, I would not be sober if it weren't for Ben's yeah. Friends. Can um, anybody come to this meeting, or is it is it industry-focused? It is industry-focused, but, I mean, like, 
anything about recovery, anybody is welcome to come through those doors. I mean, the, the goal that we share is just recovery and community. Um, and without that, like, that's what, for me, that's what recovery is about. And so we're not going to turn away anybody. I mean, there's nice. people that have been in the industry that aren't anymore. There's people that are, you know, are toying with sobriety. There's people who still smoke weed that are in there. I mean, there's a lot, there's a, a huge mix of people that come in throughout those doors. I'm sorry, um, exactly where, where and when? Um, so it's every Monday, 10 a.m. Um, at 8 Row, which is at 7102 Woodlawn Avenue, um, right across from uh, the little, little Red Hen. So if anybody <laughs> crawls out of the bar late night and wants to come over to Ben's <laughs> friends. Um, but yeah, we meet every single Monday there. And it is. it is like it's this industry. I, I was attracted to this industry because of <laughs> drinking and yeah, drugging yep. a lot of the time um, until it did not work for me. Sure. Um, but I realized that you're, I am so much better as a owner, as a boss, as a cook, as a dishwasher, and all that stuff. When I'm yep. sober, I can show up for myself, show up for my people, my partner, um, your kid, my kid. <laughs> now, I mean, my God, my life is not any easier, probably, yep. but it's a hell of a lot fucking better and, to and, work. And uh, um, you, you got, um, you got Seattle uh, uh, most influential, right? Yeah. Right I mean, and then also my man Kenji right, right here, here you know, just so, got. Um, you know? so. Congratulations, Kenji. That's Thanks. that's a huge honor. Um, one day. One day. Uh, um, uh, well, thank you. Uh, real quick, and uh, can you give your restaurant a shout out one more time? Yeah, eight row. Um, please come in and eat. You know, because so. how how is uh, January treating you? You know, I mean, we have a huge NA program. The lovely folks at Chicken Driver in this Saturday to give us a little support. Um, I mean, I think January is you know a very slow time of the month for a yeah. lot of restaurants. Um, Get out there and eat. I mean, thank goodness we have a good uh, NA program that kind of keeps us going. But um, yeah, come check us out. Cool. Um, Tuesday through Saturday. All right. Thank. So. thank his hat is very noteworthy. You like Terry that? Black's barbecue in Dallas, Texas, <laughs> arguably the best barbecue in America, right? It, it was. I hate to say it, I had to go down and watch UW get their butts kicked in uh, Houston. <laughs> and then uh, so we flew into Dallas, um, ate here, and then drove back through Austin. Also, ate the Austin one. Um, so I got two Terry Black action, and the Austin one, I gotta say, is the, much better. The Austin so, one's the way to go. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining thank us, you. Chef. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, cool. So, um, oh, yeah, round of applause. Yeah. Um, so, so we talked a little bit about sobriety. I do want to talk about some products. Um, and we do have some local non alcoholic products. Um, you know, it's not just sodas and stuff, but uh, Zane, Zane, go ahead. And, uh, if you if you have any product with you and um, you have a seat, um, so so when I, you know, when I got sober, I don't know, like. Uh, what do we got? Three years? I should know this, um, but I can't. That's cool. I mean, hey, you don't, you don't have, have a, like, to a, count. Yeah, you yeah. don't have a little uh, celebrated date. Say? No, uh, well, it's 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 four twenty. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make one up for you. Okay, cool. Uh, is it three years? Yeah, thank you, honey. Um, three years. Uh, I feel like when I got sober, there wasn't a ton of stuff out there. I mean, but this in the last three years, it's accelerated so much. Um, Zane, where you at, man? Um, so, so one product I want to talk about is, hey, Zane, how you doing, brother? Go and get on the mic and get real close to it. Good. How are you? Thanks hey, for this is my me. buddy Zane. Go ahead and uh, tell us the name of your company and what you do. Yeah, I started a local brand based here in Seattle called Nowhere. Um, our whole thing, we wanted to highlight local flavors and support local farmers doing the right thing. So right now we Sorry, have, what do you mean by doing the right thing? Um, we really want to highlight people doing sustainable agriculture practices and encourage the widespread adoption of it on the farm level. So um, our three drinks highlight local flavors in that sense, and um, we cool. source directly from farms in Washington. And what, what are you about to try right here? So <clears throat> this first one is our elderberry rosemary honey. People really Ooh, like this one because yeah. it's tart, it's herbal. It's not too sweet either. 
And the nice thing about this one and a lot of, well, all three of our flavors is that people really love, you can read the back of the label and it's four clean ingredients. Yeah, which is? Uh, so for this one, it is water, elderberry juice, rosemary, and honey. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, cool. Um, That's delicious. And, and where you, can you. we find your product? Yeah, we um, work with a lot of great places around the Puget Sound, around... We just passed over 70 locations. Fuck yeah, congratulations. Um, thank you. I'm sorry, when did you get started again? You said? Uh, it was earlier this summer. Fuck. Or, 70 locations. That's incredible. Congratulations. Yeah. So we work with a lot of great local bars, breweries, restaurants, traditional grocery stores, most notably uh, a lot of Tom Douglas restaurants oh, we're cool. in. Fuck yeah. And, and what does the future look like for you? Um, just keep going. I mean, we wanted to uh, we wanted to launch a sustainable food brand, and this is our first product line. We're working on a couple more, um, increasing sales, just getting the word out. So, Fuck yeah, well, cool, Zane. Thanks for stopping by, man. Thank you, Zane. We have a couple. Cool. Yeah, we're good. Thanks for the, um, that. That last one, that cherry ginger maple. Yep. Did you try it? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, of course you've tried it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it tastes like a tart gingerbread cookie. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see good. what's next. Um, Pranali. Yeah, like a ginger snap or something. Yeah. Yeah. So another another local company. Um, so this is a fun one. Um, Pranali, hey, how you doing? This is Pranali from Arc, another local NA. Brother. Hi. So so you reached out to me a couple months ago just because we both do, I guess, brown people stuff, and um, you're like, hey, let's figure out how to collaborate. And um, it was more than that. But yeah. Yes. But um, so we we um, you know we we tried some of your stuff on air, and I told you this is an honest truth. Um, these guys probably love the NA cocktail stuff way more than me. I am a soda fan. I love my favorite drink in the world is the vanilla Pepsi Nitro. Like it's it's <laughs> it is I feel so bad prom- uh, promoting it. There's, so gross, yeah. There's um, currently cans of strawberries and cream Dr Pepper rolling around <laughs> in his car. Just to give you an idea. Uh, I love my diabetes, but um when I had your stuff like this isn't a bullshit thing. I did love it. Um can you talk a little bit about your product? Yes, so uh, I'm Pranali. Thanks for having me on the show, Sid. Uh, I'm the founder of ARC. We make ready-to-drink non-alcoholic cocktails. They are inspired by traditional Indian beverages. Um, ARC is the intersection of my sober curious journey and South Asian roots. Our drinks are bold in flavor. They are under 60 calories. Um, Traditional Indian beverages, they inspire our drinks, but we do elevate the traditional beverage by adding interesting botanicals to it. We reduce its sweetness. Um, The result is a nuanced tasting drink for a sophisticated palate to enjoy. Fuck yeah, cool. Well, um, well, thank you. Thank you for coming by. Um, When you get a second, let's let's try some samples um, if you have anything. But cool. And where can we find your product? Uh, we are at Cheeky and Dry. Uh, we are online. Woo! Um, and yeah, we are, we are expanding our footprint in the Pacific Northwest. Um, for this year, my wish is that, um, yeah, I mean, our bold, flavorful cocktails, they are the non-alcoholic beverage of choice at South Asian events and beyond. Um, and yeah, in the cool. Seattle area. Because awesome. It's home. Well, cool. Thanks, thanks for coming on. So another, another great local product that you can get here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right, panel. I do want to kind of go down. Um, where where are your favorite places to get non-alcoholic cocktails in Seattle? And any anyone in the audience, if you want to yell stuff out, um, let us know. I know I I would say mine would be Eight Row or Hamdi. Um, side note: I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Anyone knows uh, that article that came out that the the the, the lawsuit oh. got dropped? 
Oh yeah, for Hamdi. Yeah, yeah. Congrats. I feel like we all knew time, that was coming. Yeah, um, it's weird that that didn't get as much press as the original article. But right, <laughs> moving on. Um, uh, how about LA? Any any favorite places for NA experiences? Um, yeah, there's actually one of one of my favorites is a Mexican inspired uh, non alcoholic bar pop up. So it's a mobile it's a mobile bar essentially. Um, they're called Bar Nuda. And uh, these gentlemen came together, like they, they worked in the bar industry. Some of them still do. Some of them are sober, some are not. Um, but they had this incredible uh, concept and Bryant uh, does all the product formulation. He does the R&D and creates these mind-blowing, mind-blowing, you know, alchemy-esque cocktails. And what he does is he goes to Mexico, like I would say probably once or twice a month. Um, and he brings back all these dried botanicals, herbs, um, uh, functional ingredients, and creates these wild cocktails. Like I'm, I, I can't exaggerate, or I can't like, like hype it up enough. It, it still blows my mind. Um, anyway, um, he, it, it, like, they're all locally sourced um, with, with uh, where he's from in Mexico, um, which I can't remember off the top of my head. But anyway. Um, they, they just pop up all around LA. Um, they collaborate with a lot of shops like this, um, restaurants, um, they're just great for the community. Um, and I kind of like that they, they still, you know, they still work in, you know, they're all inclusive, you know, right. it's not like you have to be sober to come here, you know, it's like, you know, like, and I think, I think that's, what's nice about, um, you know, most of, most of this world is, is, you know, it should be all inclusive. Sure. Like, um, so yeah, that, that's one of my favorites, um, just off the top of my head. Seattle and LA, I think, are, are are pretty similar, like in terms of like timing of, of like you... this wave of NA, like um, having NA cocktails on menus, having uh, bottle shops, bars. I don't think you guys yet have a bar that's just, just NA, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but we we had uh, some amazing NA cocktails last night at, at Lupo. Lupo, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I said the name right. Yeah, um, um, they were great. They had Pathfinder, I know, on the menu, um, which is one of my favorite NA bottles um, or spirit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try that for the first time today. It's I've killer. A lot of good things about it. It's really, really fantastic. Um, I will say, oh, just a uh, side note for for the dinner on uh, Saturday, we we introduced a alcoholic drink that was Run the Jewel, uh, Run the Jewels Paloma. It was like their alcoholic canned beverage. And, you know, as someone that's, you know, dry, like it's very important for me to have a equally as amazing uh, non-alcoholic version. And it's kind of tough when, when um, you know, when you're up against Run the Jewels, <laughs> you know, name. Um, but but what you kind of came in on the clutch and, and what was the Paloma you created? Yeah. So we we used the three spirit livener spirit alternative, which is a, a fruity, spicy um, fruit-based cayenne uh, spirit, and basically, it's it's very full-bodied. It's functional. Um, it's a pick-me-up, uh, hence the name, the livener. So it has ginseng. It has some caffeine from Wayusa, and we use that in conjunction with grapefruit juice, um, some non-alcoholic bitters, and lime to create a non-alcoholic and- paloma experience for those people that wanted something and yeah for anyone that was there it was it was was fucking awesome thank you thank you for that kenji in the last 75 days or or beyond that what are some of your favorite either non-alcoholic cocktail places in seattle or favorite things to drink (laughs) i don't know i'm I'm coming here to find that out (laughs) what's your any beverage move kenji uh so i mean you know the the one thing i i I can't i couldn't tell you like specifically one place that has a uh not an na menu that's like particularly large or 
complete. Although I feel like I have been to some places, but or, or like but when you come here, what's what I've certainly noticed is that like virtually anywhere you go these days has some NA options. And even like like the ski area and something you know, better like, than like what it was like even a year ago. Where yeah, it's like yeah, cool, you, we we have like you know like soda and you know some bullshit. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's even, way even, more thought even out if now. it's like a couple of can't like even if it's like just yeah. athletic, right? It's yeah, like yeah. better than it's better the, than yeah. what was available before. Um, I, I like you know most of the time when I when I'm looking for a and a cocktail, um, what I you know what I what I miss most from 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 drinking is is sort of hotter cocktails you know okay. some, like a, a stronger drink like and a toddy and yeah no no hotter okay. as in like more boozy God yeah, yeah, yeah like <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. and and uh, you know I find that w- with NA stuff the only things that get close are the ones that have some bitterness to them or, you know, do, do something that'll, that'll give you that little bit of like a punch. Yeah. That yeah, you're yeah. For. Um, that heat you know, in the back the, of your neck. Like the St. Agrestis, the, the phony Negroni stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like when that's on a cocktail menu, that's like, usually, that's, I mean, that stuff is good and it's all. What's the one we had yesterday? We had a Negroni. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But what, what was the main thing they put in there? Um, there was an, uh, there was an N.A. Amaro. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the brand. This, this, the cocktail, the Negroni that we had did not have the Pathfinder. Um, but there are, I know, uh, yeah, there's the Phony Negroni right there, mm-hmm. and then the Amaro next to it. Um, um, it was perhaps that brand. Curse, curse, Kirsten, god damn it. I haven't screwed up a name yet. I will, I promise. Kirsten, what do we got in front of us? So I just brought you Dr. Zero Zero, and this is Fernet. Cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of the last times I drank around Sid and Ariana, when I met you, oh actually, it was, was uh, we were drinking Fernet. I, I was going to say, when everyone's had a bad Fernet night. <laughs> Also known as bartender's mouthwash. Okay, <laughs> so this has that bitterness that that smells like I, and brunette. the body that that. This is pretty spot it, on. It um, really is. I gotta say, like, if I was at a bar and they said that this was the NA option, I'd probably say like, "Are you sure?" Um, which just <laughs> happened to me. I, I'm not gonna say the place, but I've sat down and been like, oh, "Okay, just get this," and like it has alcohol in it. And you're like, oh yeah, but no, this is crazy. Um, I feel like a hipster already. That is. Um, Do you ever <laughs> drink? You ever drink something non-alcoholic and it's so close, it's kind of triggering? It yes. literally just happened. Boom. Oh, are yes. you shit? Did we just? Oh, no, Dave, put no. it down. Do you put carry Kirsten? Do you carry spiritless? <laughs> Okay, so spiritless, to my knowledge, um, so they do they do analogs, meaning like it's 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 a tequila dupe or it's a whiskey dupe, and to my knowledge, they're removing the alcohol from the spirits. Now I've known of that with beers and wines where you can remove it, but I didn't know you could do that with like 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 redistill the alcohol like out of spirits. That was one of the questions hmm. I wanted to ask today as I uh, was on the Cheeky Dry website last night and I was reading about everything that you sell and I noticed some of them are non-alcoholic and some of them are alcohol removed and I was wondering what the process is. I think it's just too well uh, the main one is a centrifuge so you're spinning it at a rate that the molecules separate so that right. that kind of like true. what they do with blood. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. In a larger format, um, so that's that's what a lot of these uh, beer and wines do. Um, now, I was so um, they're they're centrifuging out the like particulate stuff. The yeah, that, so that flavors it, and then they're focusing they're, on removing the alcohol. Some some other components do come with it, come out hmm. with it, but with with technology, they've gotten pretty damn close to just removing the alcohol now. Interesting. Yeah, okay. I, I I totally zoned out. We like, lost it. I gotta. <laughs> Welcome oh, back, no, Sid. I'm just curious how how it actually works, but yeah, I'll I'll read up about it after. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah oh jump yeah, yeah. On please there. come yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. That's why you're here. <laughs> so, oh, uh, Kirsten from Cheeky and Dry. Hey, all. So not they do that, and they also use um, vacuum distillation. 
So what so they do is they okay. put the product in a vacuum. You can boil it at a much lower temperature, so you're actually boiling the ethanol off the product. Uh, and you're not hurting the product because it's at such a lower temperature. So nice. both those ways are the most popular ways to remove. And, and those, you get them down to about, what, 0.5% or under? Is that? Yeah, everything um, non-alcoholic has to be under 0.5 or 0.5 or under. Mm -hmm. If it says alcohol-free, that is completely zero, zero in the but United you can't, States. you can't. You're not able to remove alcohol. You can't d distill to an al to a completely alcohol-free. No, it's got to be something that's not fermented yeah. or not dealcoholized. Crazy, cool. Thank, thank you. Thank sure. Thanks, Teach. Um, real quick, Dave, before I ask you about your favorite non-alcoholic drinks, if anyone wants to ask a question or uh, jump on the mic and talk about why you're sober or whatever, we're just going to have you start lining up uh, behind this chair, um, and you can talk about anything. This, this is our first live podcast, so we have no rules about how we're going to do it. But yeah, just jump in line if, if you want to say something. Come D sit next to Dave. Don't come. Uh, come sit next to Uncle Dave. Why is no one lining up? It's <laughs> That's my bad. Um, cool. Dave, what do you what do you like to drink uh um i was a big beer drinker i mean from morning till bed uh with some shots in between so i still love a cold crisp beer and um so far the best thing i found is athletics brewing upside dawn just really does it for me they have some other is flavors the, which 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 one is that that's the yellow one Upside, that, upside Dawn. Is and, it like a it, lager or an IPA? I think it's more of a Pilsner-ish. Yeah. Okay. Um, the IPA, the hazy IPA is good, too. They've got um, a regular and a hazy, I think. Yeah. They have a bunch, yeah. which is really exciting because, like I said, I've been sober for almost 11 years. And so there's things like out, like cider had just came out. It was only that big Strongbow gold can yeah, yeah, yeah. was the only thing on the market. And so I've had cider once or twice. I've never had a sour. And I sell sour at Buckshot. And so um, I would love to try a sour one day. And I think they just came out with one. So I'm really looking forward mm -hmm. to trying my first sour. But um, I haven't really hit a lot of the, uh, like, I'm excited. Um, my mom is also sober. And because, uh, you know, I come from a long line of alcoholics. <laughs> um, and she's been wanting to dry in um, a non-alcoholic red wine. So I'm going to mm -hmm. grab one of those today. The Pathfinder, I'm looking forward to trying. There's... There's so much going on in this field, and uh, it just keeps growing. So I'm really excited to, to yeah, try it off. Yeah. So um, you, have you tried? Have you tried any of the local, any of the smaller breweries? Uh, so, so I, I do want to jump in. Um, oh, sorry. Three Magnets. Uh, no, speaking of uh, local beers, uh, Three Magnets has a, a line called Self Care. That's what it's called, right? Is that Self Care? Yeah, okay. Do you, uh, Kirsten? Would you agree they're probably one of the best non-alcoholic beers in the market? Um, uh, what is his name? I'm uh, Aaron. Aaron. Uh, Aaron. Um, I worked with him at Two Beers long time ago. Um, and and so Three Magnets, uh, they have a uh, a line called Self Care, and they actually I think donated some product for the Wu Tang dinner. Um, if you don't know, I do pop uh, pop culture dinners. I did 36 course Wu Tang dinner, and we had non alcoholic pairings for all the alcoholic pairings. Um, so they donated some stuff. And I the same thing with like the Negroni. When I taste it, I go, oh, we got the wrong shipment. Like this is full of alcohol. You got the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, try that. Uh, but I was I want to give a shout out to self care. Um, I drank so much beer in my life that I actually do not have that desire to drink non alcoholic beers. Um, I literally have. That's like, good. You know. Well. Oh yeah. Wait, what is what kind of beer is this? Uh, this one's the. It's a fresh hop IPA. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. But to answer uh, your your yeah. your question, Kenji. Um, 
you know, I, I like to carry these options at my restaurant and it's hard to, I, I haven't found like a local mm -hmm. one that I, um, to order from through, uh, Columbia. Got it. So, uh, maybe Columbia out there needs to widen, <laughs> widen their horizons on, uh, the old NA beer thing. You know, you know what I tried recently was, which I found at Costco of all places is, was the, the Crux NA. Oh, okay. You know, Crux, Crux from Ben, from, yeah. from Ben in Oregon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, okay. Yeah. They yeah, do they, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, they their NA was really good. Nice. Um, so it's funny when I um when I want to do this podcast, my first thing was like, I don't want a bunch of friends there. Like, I want a bunch of like fans of the podcast. Turns out, fans of the podcast always work on Monday. And in this room, I'm I'm like I've changed my mind because I'm so fucking happy. I have so many friends in this room. Um, thank you so much for coming out. Uh, and we're gonna have some people come up. Meg, Meg, how are we doing today? We're doing good. I just woke up. Oh, um, who, who are you? Welcome. I'm Meg Van Hagen. I'm a local food writer, usually The Stranger and uh, Eater Seattle. Yeah. Some other did, spots. Did you eat a bookshot last weekend? No, but I really want to. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Delicious. Um, and uh, when I started Kutu, you um, you you lived in Sri Lanka or you've been to Sri Lanka a bunch of times? Yeah. And and you were uh, very helpful in getting my cart launched and, and getting the name out. So thank you for that. Uh, Meg, what do you want to talk about today? Um, you were just talking about bars that yeah. have NA lists, and yep. uh, you're sleeping on Stampede Cocktail Club. Stampede, yeah. Most of the bartenders there are sober. No kidding. And mm. their cocktails are fucking beautiful, or mocktails. You know, by the way, everyone hates the word mocktail. I was talking to Kirsten about <laughs> it earlier. I propose a foxtail, which is a faux cocktail. Foxtail, mm. okay. Hey. Catch on. It's not working. Foxtail uh, is the new mocktail. Could be the name of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Stampede has a beautiful list. The Sarah, Sarah Sarah from Dreamland. Um, yeah. uh, and she Dreamland was, as well. Yeah, she's a recent, uh, a recent guest, guest and um, and yeah, um, she's, yeah. So so Stampede. What what is the cocktail you've had there that you? Uh, um, let's see. It's called the Heretical Alchemy. It has Pathfinder Amaro, beet, ginger, lemon, cinnamon, and orjat, and fuck. it's fucking delicious. All right. Well, whenever they open, Waffable. let's go over and, and hit the bar. Yeah. <laughs> also, Tio Babies in Fremont, they make their own spirits. Actually, their own NA spirits. No shit. Yeah. So their Phony Negroni is house made. Is that Will? They, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, they make all. I up, recently Will? learned that. My buddy Mark DeJoy, who's also a food writer, told me that, and I did not know. Fuck nice. yeah. Um, and there was one other spot that I wrote down while you were talking, and now <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> all right, just shout it out if you Oh, I remember. Um, there's a new spot in Pike Place called Lonely Siren, and it's in that glass greenhouse where Shama was. The Shama RIP is no longer yeah. there, the Moroccan spot. No now shit. Now it's Portuguese. And they have a bunch of really delicious NA cocktails. I've never even heard of this. I, yeah, 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 no, it's beautiful. And Check it's it right, out. like, you know the staircase that goes yeah. down to Western? Yeah. It's in that glass greenhouse. It's Got lovely. It. And they have, um, a, like, a tiki drink, an NA tiki drink that's pineapple kombucha, orgeat, lime, muddled mint. Put it in a tiki head so you feel like yeah. you're the real tiki yeah. It's all foo-foo. Yeah, and, it's foo-foo. It makes you feel love NA it. and foo-foo. And, and I miss foo-foo. Yeah, lonely siren. Uh, and do you need to say something? Oh no, no. I, it can wait. It can wait. Yeah. No, uh, no, no. This is a great time. What's up? Oh no, I was gonna say I was, I was as I was looking at the at the bottle over there, the the Gia that yeah. is that, or it's Gia, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, that reminded me um, that this past week I also went to um, An Anana's Pizza. You know, the, the yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and they they have a very good uh, they have a pretty pretty good uh, non alcoholic oh, cocktail. Yeah, yeah, and because I, I remember that because the bartender there was. Was mixing stuff with with uh, Wilderton. I think okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I was like, oh, what's that other bottle? He's like, oh, that's that's Gia. And he, he was like, very, <laughs> he was very like, I, I couldn't tell if he didn't like it or he Aww. or he'd had people who didn't like it. Yeah. But he's like, 
Yeah, it's like it's like better when it's mixed. I, it's like I don't know. I guess I could give you like give you something with. It. Then I tried it. It was great. It was how, great. How do you yeah. feel about the pizza? And it's NNS pizza. Anna, uh, yeah, yeah, which means pineapple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what do you uh, think? It was good. Yeah. yeah, it was great. You know, I I think um, you, you, it's the type of pizza place you go for the the flavors. Yeah, right? yeah. Like right. It's it's um it's it's the it's the folks behind uh, Taurus Ox. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like the same way. Like the you know like the Lau Burger is like. A lot about that fl- yeah, the flavors that, that are on yeah. there. Like the pizza is is about the toppings. I yeah. think you get that at this place. Yeah, Mike. I had one more call out, which yeah. is coffee cocktails, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, those are you? NA and Ghost Note uh, on Capitol Ghost Hill. Note, yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous coffee cocktails with like espresso what? and burnt grapefruit juice and that ah. smoked sorry smoked grapefruit juice and rosemary and things like that. Are these done like hot or cold or? They're they're cold. They're cold, cold coffee oh. cocktails. They're like gorgeous, cocktails. and they're served yeah. up, you know, in a martini glass. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and they're uh, highly addictive. They are. <laughs> to note, Meg. Before we get you out of here, what is your favorite restaurant right now? Um, I really like Lonely Siren. This isn't fair because they're not officially open, but I'm very excited about Sopan, um, which is just going to be up the street. That's uh, Karuna Long's new spot from Oliver's Twist. Oh, it's going to be new. Cambodian American. They're officially opening on the first. But you got a little. They're sneak in peek? the soft open yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, it's gorgeous. How um, do you become so cool to get invited to this stuff? Uh, I just drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> cool, awesome. Thank NA, you. of course. Thank you for joining us, Meg. All right, so so this is a true story. Um, uh, next up on the mic is one of my best friends in the world, Chris Morgan, one of Dave's best friends. Uh, currently working at Canlis. Me and we, the three of us, we worked at Skillet together, probably. Um, and a bunch of stuff. Uh, and, and nine pound hammer. And um, and and uh, Chris, what's up, man? What's on your mind? Hey guys, I just wanted to say hi, everybody. Um, Check out his restaurant that he works at. If you haven't heard of it, it's called. Yeah, Canada. it's a small <laughs> little place uh, in Queen Anne. Um, who I actually wanted to shout out our bar manager, who's been putting on some amazing NA cocktails for those of you who didn't know. We have a Cassoni, which is our Negroni, um, and he just sent me some of the things because. It's just absolutely special. Um, it's he boils down purple corn with pineapple skin, and then rolls in some bitter amaro and vanilla bean. When I came back from Colombia, which if you don't drink, going to Latin America really makes you kind of want to drink. <laughs> hey, Chris, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pause. How long have you been off the booze? Uh, since February. Fuck yeah, Chris. So we're we're closing in. Um, and for those of you that don't know, I thought I was one of those guys that was like, I can stop. And I can start whenever I want. It, it's that's not the that's not the case. Chris, you jumped on mic, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out. Um, we've known each other for a long time, and and um, I I don't. You know, sometimes you're on, sometimes you're off, and like I didn't know it's been this long for you, and that's fucking awesome. I'm really proud of you, yeah. man. Like I'm really fucking proud of you. That's amazing. Uh, continue. Yeah, thank you. Um, and then like so we have like a special program. So if you want like also we can do it off the cuff too. If you want to have a nice dinner, I think it's really hard. And it's getting so much better. So it's nice to sit down in a nice place and, like, you know, have a nice cocktail at the end of a hard day or on your special day or when you try to come in on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I want to uh, shout out Rockette in Belltown, right next to Umi. If you've ever been down there, uh, our group went down there as a team and it, they had four or five NA cocktails. A few of them were those no gronies on the back. Uh, I had a mezcal one last night that was super fun. Um, and I had a daiquiri. I don't know if you've had an NA daiquiri, but. <laughs> gotta be good right it's so fun and so classy <laughs> and it had like guava and passion fruit and like it was really classy so shout out to rockette for just being like a nice little cocktail bar where you can feel just as much in the in the mix it didn't 
it didn't feel like I was drinking anything that no one else was drinking, if okay. that makes sense. Chris, you got any pop-ups coming up? Absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> so that's sad. Uh, you are a gift to the culinary, the Seattle culinary uh, scene. Thank you. For, you got to do another pop-up How? at some point because the shit you do is amazing. How long in, were you in Colombia for, and where, where were you? Uh, five days in Bogota. Um, for those that may have been following us, we hosted El Chato um, at our restaurant, and then I became friends with all these chefs. Um, and Bogota, your your wife is I, Colombian, right? Yeah, and I, I was at that dinner, which was awesome. Yes, I forgot. Way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. I I was only in Bogota for four days, and I scratched two districts. I, I was gonna say Colombia is like actually if if you don't drink, it's there. Th so there are obviously alcoholic things that you want to try, but it's also a good country if you don't drink because it's like the number one juice drinking country in the world <laughs> so per capita. There, yeah. And yeah. there's so many different types of tropical fruit and juices and stuff to try. The, the sheer amount of produce there was overwhelming. Yeah, um, fruit, vegetables, um, and yeah, I drink an insane amount of juice and cacao tea and mm -hmm. um, coca tea and all these things that you can't get in America. So it was hard and also not at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah. So. Did, did you eat at El Chato? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah that was that was probably one of the best meals I've had in the past decade. Nice. So anybody that can get their chance to get to Colombia, it's one of the best. It's number four best restaurant in Latin America for yeah. for very good reason. Okay. So, but anyways, thanks for having awesome. me. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. All right, from one previous guest to another. Hey, brother, how we doing? Introduce yourself. There you go. Uh, hey, hey guys, my name is Campaign. And uh, Campaign, where nice where you. do you work? Uh, I work at uh, Taurus Ox. It's a Lao <laughs> Lao restaurant. And anything and, else? And, and the pizza place, yeah. And uh, Ox Burger. <laughs> And uh, Anana's Pizzeria. I didn't know if Kenji saw you in line. I didn't see you there. And, and, uh, I wasn't. I wasn't there. And uh, it, well, it would be amazing if he was just. Oh like, my, I didn't know that you were here when I mentioned yeah. it just now. And, yeah. and, um, well, you guys got a good NA bar program there. Uh, it's just starting. Uh, yeah. I mean, one of the reasons why I'm here was because I, I saw like, oh, sober industry people and a and a non-alcoholic bottle shop. So I yeah. wanted to see who was here. What's going on there? And I wanted to make a connection just to see um, how I can build this bar program. Because you messaged Ananas. me and you said. Oh, I uh, I said, hey, uh, I'm gonna be one year sober next uh, next month in February. Yeah. Uh, what what made you get sober? Oh, it was it was a pretty easy decision. I um. I I was on the verge of losing everything that I built and love. Yeah. And I and I had a really strong feeling that I was gonna like die within 18 months right. if I didn't stop. So then I just stopped. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Glad you're here. Amen. Yeah, yeah, we're glad you're here. Uh, anything you want? Uh, what do you want to talk about? Um, Kenji, what do you think about uh, pineapple pizza and anchovies? I'm thinking about putting that on the men menu. With we're pineapple gonna, with anchovies? Pine pan pineapple and anchovies. We're together. Gonna, together. Like on two halves of a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Like you mean separate? The anchovies, <laughs> anchovies right on top of the pineapple. I I don't know. Uh, what what do you think about it? I think, right, I, think, I, think I think you could make it work. I, I feel yeah. I feel like I've eaten things that you've made that we're like yeah, like I don't know if that would work, but then I eat it and it's like oh it's delicious. Yeah. Well, go with your heart, man. I think I think it's gonna go on the yeah. menu. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Stop I'll, by. I'll, to note. I, I offer a pineapple pizza, and I also offer anchovies. I don't think anybody's ever ordered <laughs> the pineapple pizza with anchovies, but they're options. So it's a yeah. thing. I'm, I'm, I'm with there, you on It's this. my daughter's two favorite pizza toppings, so I don't think yeah. she's ever had them together, though. Awesome. Cool. All right. Thanks for joining right, us. Thank you. <laughs> oh, hey. How you doing? Come on over. Who 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 you? I am Jacqueline. Hey, Jacqueline. Uh, I don't work anywhere. I go to culinary school. 
Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to, so in Ballard, I know they're, uh, it's uh, called Skull, that they don't yeah. primarily mm-hmm. serve alcoholic mm-hmm. cocktails, but they serve um, polar seltzer. Their ginger lime seltzer kind mm-hmm. of hits the same sort of note as um, like a Moscow mule or okay, beer. Yeah. And so like, I'm not sober, but sometimes I'd yeah. like to be able to drive home. No, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> For sure. You but still yeah. deserve to have something good to drink. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. All right. And and you know, po- Polar's always been really good to us. So, um, yeah. Cool. Fuck yeah. We'll we'll give it a whirl. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Jacqueline. Thank you. Oh, real real quick, Jacqueline. Jacqueline, get real quick. Um, so you're go ahead and jump on the mic. Uh, you're in culinary school right now. Yes. And what's your dream? Uh, dream. Um, so that's a great question. I would. Mm. Um, so there's a idea. I'm sort of mulling over it's basically um i want to start it out as like a pop-up or a food truck Mm -hmm. um i was watching uh the youtube channel hot ones had this uh guy who's like a burger historian Mm -hmm. and he was talking about how like george motes yes that guy um so he was talking about how burgers used to be hooked in like um beef tallow Mm -hmm. and i was thinking it would be interesting to like do a burger pop-up based off of that idea of like Using like doing those kind kinds of smash burgers yeah. because you don't see them. Very yeah, yeah. These days. Cool. Do you want to open a food truck one day? I uh, that would be nice. Yeah. You, you better qu- stop drinking now then. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, I will say, uh, cool. Well, thank thank you, Jack. We'll look out for your pop up soon. Uh, one one thing. Uh, yeah, thank you, Jack. I gotta say, um, just because it was such a fun thing, this is probably the worst time to bring this up. But um, just a really fun part of the uh, the dinner on set on Saturday was um, Chef Tyler from Lady J. Has anyone been to Lady J? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so he was one of the chefs for the Run to Jules dinner, and he did the steak dinner um, where uh, you got a little fat uh, bottle of uh, tallow fat that had gold flake in it because um, of a uh, Run the Jewels song and then like we, you pour it on the steak and then he had to make 260 of these sage bundles that look like joints filled with sage and <laughs> sage so, blunt. bundles I was I, I, I was told many times I'm, I can only call them sage bundles but so like the old 250 people lit this sage joint after they po- poured this gold uh, flake tallow fat and then like rubbed the steak to get this burnt sage steak uh, flavor on it it was fucking such a creative did idea did it go over as well as we thought it would so, so okay because yeah you knew about it we, yeah you wouldn't let let me talk about it before the dinner. So uh, now we were ha- smoking the sage bundle. Yeah, a lot of people were smoking. Uh, ha- I, I, Heather, Stacy, what do you think? Ariana, it went over well. Um, I will say the the one it's thing. A beautiful dish. Shout out to Tyler. Yeah, and so, Lady so, J Crew. Sorry to get off track. What's up, babe? Yeah, uh, I'll post some pictures. Sorry to get off track about this. The other dish that we did that was really fun. Does anyone know who Run the Jewels is here? They have a they have a they have a logo where it's a pistol and fist, and that's their logo. Like if you see pictures of them. And so what uh, Chef Denali, who's uh, at our the table right now, he's he was one of the chefs along with Chef Demon, um, that created the menu. Uh, he does this crazy dish that that we were the whole time like on the fence, like if if it was gonna go over well or not. But on one hand, you got a shiso leaf filled with basil caviar, and on the other hand, you got a water gun filled with gazpacho soup. <laughs> and and we're like, oh man, I don't know if people are gonna get it, and and it worked out. Two hundred fifty people in the audience. Brady, you were at the dinner. What do you think about that that dish? That was my favorite dish That's on the so menu. Crazy. I was wait, so wait, nervous. So how do you how do you eat it? Literally, you like take a bite of the you basil caviar and then squirt. You bump. <laughs> You and bump I, it I off did. your fist. It's like a caviar bump, basically. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. you just, you know, you you do that, the, and then you squirt geez. the gazpacho. The, the, the original idea is going to be real caviar and champagne, 
but turns out there's a thing called a budget, and uh, so we couldn't <laughs> we couldn't do that. So, we, but yeah, it worked out well. Um, so yeah, so the so I will say if you do come to one of our dinners, there's always weird interactive stuff like that that may or may not go over well. But this this one went over well. <laughs> Who we got? Oh hey hey good good morning. How we doing? Who hey, are you? Good morning. I'm Jacqueline. Hey also, another Jacqueline. Actually, All right cool. Yeah. And, are um, you in culinary school? Um, no, I own a restaurant, or we're, we're opening, we've been open for a year in the Nordic Museum, reopening okay. mm. now here in Ballard, What's March the name 1st, Cardoon. Cardoon. Cardoon, C-A-R-D-O-O-N. Cool, what um, kind of food? Yes, like the artichoke that's uh -huh. also used in aperitifs. They grow up my restaurant. Oh my mm. God, yay. <laughs> um, yeah, I love them, they're super funny, and purple plume ploof, yes. but um, we are doing a lot of N.A. cocktails at our menu. Right now. Mm -hmm. Chinese, German. Um, influence menu. So we got specialty coffee. Um, we have all in house food. Our chef is Chinese American. Her husband's German American. So we just got really fun flavors. Give me an example of a cocktail you got there. Um, so actually, this Saturday we're doing a cheeky and dry pop up. Fuck it. Mm -hmm. uh, at, at the restaurant or here? Here. Actually. Here. Okay. Cheek this Saturday, what time? Yeah, our, uh, what time? Noon. Noon. I will be here that, for that's, it. That, the, just, the, 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 the best thing about these NA tastings, it doesn't fuck up your day. It's, you know, if it was a beer tasting, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck noon. Uh, that right, right, exactly. Yeah. It's great. It's yeah. it's not like, oh, I have to be like 7 a.m. Yeah, yeah, ready yeah. for a, yeah. a line out the door. But yeah, so it's going to be a, a smacking good time. We'll have our cookies that we do, which are really interesting. Um, and then... what? Why are they interesting? So... We're just kind of inventive. I say we, but it's mainly our chef, and yeah. mix mixologist. Um, I'm the like social one. Cool, yeah. Um, but one of them is a uh, based off like uh, salted licorice, um, and so it was. We were in the Nordic Museum, and it's got this salty anise um, chocolate cookie, and it's amazing. It's people who hate li black licorice love it. People who love black licorice are like, thank you for finally acknowledging <laughs> me. And then we have another cookie that's actually based off, we had a staff member as a Iranian American and we were like, we want to do something for their uh, new year, which is Noruz. And um, it's a little chickpea cookie that's we use with a moon cake press. So like, it's kind oh, of a cool. Chinese like dish on there, but um, our riff on it, and it's actually vegan and gluten-free just oh, naturally, which cool. I think is amazing about yeah. when you pull from flavors globally, you don't have to rely on ingredients yeah. that might seem like staples in America. Yeah. So Fuck yeah, cool. That's, what, All right, that's what our chef has taught me a lot about, honestly. All right, we'll stop by and get some drinks. Thanks yes, for stopping by. Great. Thank you, Jacqueline. Yes, totally. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey, I know you. I did want to say, also, I'm seven years sober, and I actually came up, up across this event Ow. through, I am a member of Ben's Friends, and oh, I cool. go, and so it was weird, because we were doing this pop-up. It was just, like, kismet, yeah. amazing, and this industry means a lot to me, and what someone said about, like, being inclusive about it, that's important to me. I want to go somewhere where my husband, who does drink, can have alcohol, yep. and where I, who don't drink, can have a very delicious, like fancy drink. And then, um, but also low ABV is really yeah. important sure. too because it's harm reduction for dates and things yeah. like that. So. No, absolutely. And driving home and all that. Love it. So cool. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Jacqueline. Oh, hello. Yeah. Come on over. You look familiar. Who are you? My name is Kate Wilman Nichols. Hi, Kate. Hi. And what do you do? Well, when I'm used to introducing myself, I normally start, I'm Kate and I, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hi, not, Kate. Not weird to do here. Yeah. Um, I co-chair Ben's Friends uh, with my husband, David, who was on here a moment ago. I first wanted to give He's very good looking. Oh, he's all right, yeah. Dreamy. You should see the baby we yeah. made. You know? <laughs> the wow. baby's good looking. Um, I first got to give a shout out to Dave because I also got sober 11 years ago. Whoa, congratulations. Uh, 
I was living in New York at the time, and my sobriety date is January 30th. Um, so I got oh, to man, watch the Super there. Bowl in rehab. <laughs> that, yeah, see, I, I had court the next day. That's why I stopped. There you go. There you go. Super Bowl Sunday. Um, yeah, it was the Harbaugh Bowl. There's a blackout. It was like oh, yeah, yeah. very memorable. A guy streaked um, across a naked yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got to meet him. So... I'm really, you know, obviously sobriety, Ben's friends, all the things. Um, 11 years ago, as many of y'all have alluded to in various ways in this meeting, um, there wasn't a Ben's friends. There wasn't a ton of NA stuff. There weren't podcasts with restaurant people talking about it all the time. And I was a waitress in New York City um, who had a lot of people. I got sober in AA. Had a lot of people telling me, get out of the business, you know, and like, you can't, you, you can't do it. Do it. Yeah. You can't do it. And I was like, this is all I know. This is all I love. Right. So I have a question for y'all. Um, just maybe for people here, maybe for people who are listening. Um, you know, David and I are fans of saying like, we are sober. We have a great NA program. We hire sober bartenders, all those things. But eight row as a restaurant very much depends on booze, yeah. right? Like yeah. we have a, an incredible wine program. Um, we've got great craft cocktails, all the things. So I think it, one question that gets posed to us a lot is like, oh, so y'all just like, you don't want alcohol around, mm -hmm. right? Or for our chefs, it's like, you guys don't cook with alcohol, right? But it's like, no, we lo yeah. love alcohol, yeah, we love, right? Yeah. Like, it's first just of all, not for I us. love alcohol, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was my first love. Never went away. But um, I guess I just wanted to pose that, you know, that like, for, for me, it's like alcohol was never the problem. I'm yeah. the problem, yep. right? Um, and so for you guys, you know, how do y'all in your day-to-day, -day, right, whether it's in a restaurant or when you're out or doing, like, big events yeah. where there is a, a ton of booze around, how do you deal with it? But also, like, what is just your personal, you know, maybe people do want to stay away right. from it. And how did you get to that point? Or what is your your journey I that mean, way? for me, like, first of all, I'm an addict for anything. <clears throat> if it's not alcohol, it's going to be something. It's going to be shoes, hats, poker, like, whatever, uh, doing events. Like, I'm just – I have a very addictive personality. And with alcohol, it's – I don't want to say the word necessarily evil, but just it's just part of our culture. Like the dinner I did wouldn't have been possible without Elysian Brewing, you know. Um, uh, all the events we have, like yeah, alcohol sales are a big part of restaurants, you know. So so for me, you know, there, I don't have anything triggering for alcohol when I if like me and my girlfriend we've been sober about the same time and like we we, we had a rough um, you know a, a rough quarantine and um, so when I think about drinking I think about that so I have zero desire to do it but um, you know just to be clear I love weed um, and and you know that's that's you know so I'm not 100% sober I'm California sober and, and that works for me um, and yeah so I don't know I, I don't I, I think it's just part of restaurant culture. Like, there's people that can have one drink and move on, and we're not going to exclude them, you know, because I can't only, you know, I can only have 12 drinks. Um, I, I'm kind of the same way as Sid. Like, I'm all or nothing. I'm an addict for anything. And my personal experience, like, I just drank myself into disgust. Like, I just, I hit that day where I was like, I never, ever, ever, ever want to drink this ever again. And it was just such a 110% decision that day. So I work around it all the time. I make, I'm make i making wine right now as we speak. Yeah. Like I, I'm around alcohol. Um, I do events even where I taste. I taste and spit. Um, it, I just doesn't, it just doesn't go down and past this. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't I, – If I Devo personally was here, don't he'd be having a field day. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah, over your head. But. Yeah. Kenji. Um, 
you know, for, for me, certainly when I, when I was in the actual sort of restaurant industry, it's like, you know, the last restaurant I had was a, was a beer hall. Um, and, you know, I was the, I was the partner and the executive chef there, but, but that, you know, I, I still was like, oh, I have to taste all, yeah, we have like 30 taps. I have to know what every beer is, um, uh, at the restaurant, which, you know, I don't think I really did like in restaurant. Like, no, I didn't really, that wasn't part, that wasn't part of my job. I didn't need, need to know that. Um, but you know, yeah, restaurants are kind of like where all of my vices got re-triggered. You know, it's like I started smoking again when I opened a restaurant. I like, I, um, I started drinking way too much because I was the owner and I could just go and pull, like pull a tap and have, you know, Pliny or like on tap, which is, uh, not something I was used to having, but, um, but you know, these days the thing I was worried about was, all right, like now I, I don't have a restaurant, but like. I'm still like deeply in this industry. It's like, is, is am I going to be shooting myself in the foot if I if I like cut out the alcohol side of it? So far, you know, in in the in like the three months or so that I've decided to do this, I found kind of the opposite. Like, you know, I think it's part of it's part partly being in the right place at the right time. Like right now is the right time to be exploring NA um, NA drinks uh, because there are so many uh, coming onto the market now, um, and so and and so much interest in it. So. At least for me, I, I you know I think I picked the right time to quit drinking um, because uh, it's if anything it's like made people more interested in um, you know reading about NA spirits and NA you know NA beers and things like that. For me, uh, I I really didn't um, stop going to my dive bars. I was still dating the local bartenders um, and uh, and a <laughs> lot. Of, the, I had been drinking in Georgetown for 20 years, and so when I walk into a bar and uh, word on the street was Dave Storm stopped drinking, and I, I would order a Sprite with a sh little shot of Red Bull instead uh, <laughs> of a Paps and a, and a bourbon, you know? They were like, right on, it's true. And, you know, they were so supportive. And, like, all the way down Airport Way, any bar I walked into, they'd be like, Sprite for Dave, right away. Because um, nobody wanted to see this guy go Nobody. Back. And, um, and also being in, in the industry, like you see that one person late at night trying to stagger their way through a conversation with their wife or, or, you know, thinking about driving and it really hits home and I'm, and it gives me this like, man, I'm so glad that's not me tonight. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big, uh, believer of my actions are kind of like my gift. Like if I could lead by example then uh, that's how, if I, if I can help others by leading by example and um, going through this sobriety thing, then uh, that, that's great. Fuck yeah. I, all right, thank you. All right, we got two more and then, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Who, hello, who are you? How's it going, folks? Uh, I'm Kyle Beams. I'm a SoCal transplant. Cool, welcome. Uh, also attending culinary school at Seattle Central. Cool. Um, dream I've always had to go to culinary school since I was a teenager, but just didn't. I worked in the video game industry, oh, not cool. the restaurant industry, yeah. for the better part of the last 10 years. Uh, what company? Uh, so I worked for a company called Naughty Dog, a company called 505 Games, um, and I worked in publishing and development. And now you're going to cooking. Ton, do, yeah. Do you hate money? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm three weeks sober. Cool. Oh, fuck uh, yeah. Uh, started at the beginning of the year, and... It's something that I've toyed with the idea of for a long time. California sober. Yep. Tried that for a little bit, but then California sober becomes three joints a night pretty quickly. 
Um, and then, you know, finding the, the strength to just give it up entirely yeah. and put yourself towards a new cause and starting school at the beginning of the year and starting, you know, a sober journey. Fuck yeah. Uh, it's, it's really good timing. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just really excited. That there's a community of folks around here that are all. Have, have you been to a Ben's Friends yet? I haven't yet. And, uh, Next actually, Monday. We well, you're, you're here. You're here right yeah. now. <laughs> my, my wife and I, we live directly above eight row. Oh, fuck yeah. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to go in. Nice. Um, but what, yeah, what's I, your, what's your dream? Culinary wise. Uh, well, the dream, I mean, I, you know, I, I worked in games and my wife here, she, we just got married in May. Fuck yeah. Congratulations. Um, and we didn't really have like a shared dream when, we had first started dating, and over time, I've had a love of cooking for you know a super long time now. Actually, Kenji, just want to say thank you to you because oh, I started nice. with like the sous vide back in 2013 when Innova was getting big, mm -hmm. and I just became the guy who cooked at every single yeah. Location You're that guy. For yeah, that guy. <laughs> I'm that guy. Yeah, we all yeah. need that guy. And it was great, you know. Like I've been in like eight different bachelor parties, and <laughs> a big reason why. I wanted to get sober is because my friends would send me memories from those parties yeah. and my memories aren't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You open up Snapchat and you're like, Oh geez, there's me completely <laughs> glazed. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's nice to be able to start some new memories. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hopefully join a, you know, an industry that has people that are kind of feeling the same way I am. <laughs> well, yeah, they, well, we were here for a yeah, reason. Yeah. Well, fuck <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, well, Good luck to you on your culinary journey, and if you yeah. need a job, give, give Dave a call because he's always looking for workers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, thank really you, brother. Congrats, three weeks. It's amazing. All right, we saved the last or the, the most beautiful guest for last. What's up, Stacy? How we doing? Hey, how's it going? Stacy, um, if you don't know, is the person. She was my first. Are you my first podcast I think guest? So. Bubbles and, and salsa. And she um, she told a story about how she farted in a guest salsa. <laughs> oh wow! Thank <laughs> you for that. <laughs> and, um, appreciate it. And yeah, that's what kicked off this yeah. uh, podcasting journey. <laughs> and purpose. here we are. Um, yeah. And she was also, by the way, real quick, just shout out. You have served at almost every one of my events. Yeah. Um, for free again, part part to be part of the lawsuit. Um, but um, <laughs> but you were there on Saturday, and um, mm -hmm. and uh, do you have a good time? It was amazing. Fuck yeah. Thank you, thank you for oh being God. a big part of the pop-up team. Yes, um, wh what do you got to talk about? I want to talk about Edmonds. Edmonds yeah, Washington. what's going on in Edmonds? Yes. So Edmonds has an incredible <laughs> restaurant scene. Um, Feed Me Hospitality and Restaurant Group. Bar Dojo. Go into yep. Bar Dojo. Order a hibiscus soda. Amazing. Or the Ube. The Ube. Yes, they can do the an Ube. NA Ube Oh, my gosh. Yep. Bar Dojo has an incredible NA um, cocktail selection. Salt and Iron. Um, Sankai Sushi. Own a poke, you go yep. in there, get yep. some poke, some yep. delicious, you know, all, all those delicious drinks. So I just wanted to, yeah, yeah. bring this to Edmonds real quick. Just spend a day do there. You, and and do you have to be white to go to Edmonds? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're there all the time, so you're good. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> well, fuck yeah. We love y'all. All right, yeah, no, we, I yeah. love going to Edmonds, and yeah, a lot of great NA stuff. Awesome. Yeah, it's cool. great, great Thank place. you, Stacey. Yeah, cool. All right, we're going to get out of here, but before we get out of here, we're going to do some plugs. Uh, let's down start down there with the most handsome one. Dave, Dave, what are you plugging this week? Oh, geez, man. Oh, I'm going to plug uh, congrats to everybody in here on their new so sobriety venture and to the ones that have been going for a while. Congrats on that. Um, I think that uh, this format right here and these people in here, if anybody ever needed anything or, you know, wanted to talk about something, please reach out to any, any of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're always down and it helps us, too. So don't think like you're bothering us asking us questions about sobriety or talking to us about things you're going through because we've been there or I've been there. Um, 
And uh, yeah, you know, if you're heading out to the mountains, go skiing, stop by Buckshot Honey, and let me feed you, and maybe make you a mocktail. What is uh, what is or a foxtail? Sorry, foxtail, foxtail. Uh, Dave, we might have some new listeners. What is Buckshot Honey? Buckshot Honey is a uh, barbecue restaurant in the historical district of Snoqualmie, Washington. It's actually inside of a, a bank that was built in 1923. And uh, I smoke local animals from, that I get from Preservation Meats and uh, Mos- Moses Lake over applewood logs and make everything from scratch. And it's uh, just super fun. It's passionate. And it's what I love to do. Awesome. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Kenji, you got anything to plug? What's going oh, on? Um, I don't know. I'll plug, I'll plug Cheeky and Dry. I think yeah. it's, it's great to have. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great job to have around. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and the folks here are super nice. Yeah. Do you have anything uh, we can see you on coming up soon? Anything you can see me on. Uh, YouTube. You yeah. know, I've been doing stuff on my own channel. I've been yeah. doing some stuff on the New York Times channel. Um, and then uh, in February, I have a podcast coming out. Shit. Let's um, oh, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> uh, what's the podcast called? Uh, it's called it's called The Recipe with Kenji and Deb. And it's <laughs> I me and... Uh, the Seattle restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> the other oh, Seattle yeah. restaurant I podcast. have bigger lawyers than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. Uh, it's the, it's the me and my friend uh, Deb Perlman from Smitten Kitchen. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, actually, we have, we've got a we've got a live event coming up in Town Hall oh, on cool. uh, January. Uh, wait, let's see tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> no Thursday. Thursday, nice. Is it Thursday or is it tomorrow? It's it's uh, sold there, out. Uh, it's sold, sold out, out anyway. anyway. It doesn't matter. Today's Monday. Oh, okay, uh, okay, whatever. It's coming okay. up this week. Cool. And uh, <laughs> what's the format of the podcast? Uh, it's so we're we're going to be discussing recipes. So in, in each podcast, it's like there's going to be a podcast about like meatloaf, and I'm making her meatloaf recipe. She's making mine. Got it. And it's it's really sort of like pulling back the curtain and revealing sort of like talking about how. Uh, the process of recipe development and uh, testing recipes and 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 why uh, why it's important and how and how we make recipes that work for home cooks. That's we've, we've both been doing it for a while. I um I don't think I'll ever be on that podcast because I can't use recipes. Like I can't write down <laughs> one. I can't. I just I've never been that person. Well, that's that's part of it. Also, I mean, I don't I don't use recipes either, and I think that's fine. Like you know, so so there's ways you can use recipes that don't involve just. Just following the steps, sure. seven yeah. sections, right? Fuck yeah, cool man. Um, and what's the name? Uh, how? What's the uh, uh, address of your YouTube channel? Right, oh, you uh, Kenji Lopez Alt on cool. YouTube. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, awesome. there's Kenji Lopez Alt and Kenji Lopez Main is my is my alternate. Fuck yeah, and uh, thank you for being the second second guest. Thank you, Kenji. <laughs> All right, Brady, um, you have a new podcast. You have pizza. What? What? what yeah. Do you, what do you so, have um. In honor of this podcast, the Seattle Restaurant Podcast, I've brought my Hi-Fi Pizza Pie mobile pizzeria concept to Seattle a little over a year ago. That's right. Uh, Sid and I collabed sure with Kutu. <laughs> um, well, we're going to do it again. Um, we haven't picked a date, but let's do it again this year. Cool, yeah. um, so um, if you can, follow on the gram. Uh, Instagram for those of you that don't know what the hell the gram I was is. I say the gram. Um, <laughs> at Hi-Fi Pizza Pie. And... Um, so also check out the podcast, The Dry Run. Um, it's on Spotify, Apple, all that, all those places. Um, it's a sober podcast about drinking. I share my sobriety journey. Um, we have about 15 episodes. Um, we do some interviews with some of these brands that you see here in the shop. Um, I'm launching my new podcast, The Beverage Junkie. Also has an Instagram handle, at The Beverage Junkie, um, where I highlight a lot of these brands, and I'll be deep diving with uh, the founders, people in the industry, et cetera. Um, yeah, and then you can find me personally where I talk about everything that I just referenced <laughs> at Brady Leffler. Fuck yeah. Thank you for, for coming all the way for my late for, for having me. Um, let's see. Sid, so, what you got, Sid? Oh, man. Uh, you know, after doing this Run the Jewels dinner, I was like, 
oh, I can't just wait for that, you know, the Sunday afternoon where I can relax. And, like, the event went so well that my brain just started spinning with new concepts and new ideas. Elysian loved it. They want to do more stuff. So, like, um, you know, uh, I would say the big thing we're working on is the bear. We have, we, we you know, it's going to be a bear pop-up. I got to say it's probably the most interesting concept we've ever done. Um, and we're, we're, we have to move the dates and venues because it has to be the right venue. We're at the point where we don't have to cut corners anymore. Have so you found a venue? We think we got it. We're going to do a walkthrough soon and then announce the date if it works out. Um, the big thing I want to talk about is February 4th at um, Last Call in Fremont. Me and my buddy Luis, we're going to be doing a taco party uh, pop-up. Uh, I'm going to come up with three tacos. He's coming up with three tacos. And we're going to do some sides and stuff. It's, just, it's not you a ticket. Sell, you selling tickets or just show not up? Not a ticket. Just show up. It's five uh, till sellout on uh, Friday, or, sorry, Sunday, uh, February 4th. Um, yeah, me and Luis making tacos. I think I'm going to do an octopus one, uh, maybe a lamb curry one, and I'm working on the third one. Um, and then I just want to say, Dave, one year of podcasting. Um, I'm fucking like, I, I gotta say like, yeah, I'm not hundred percent sober and I'm, I'm happy of where I've come and, and how far I've come, but you're great, Sid. Thanks buddy. But like the, the three years, me and my girlfriend have been sober, um, you know, three years ago I was, I was, you know, it was, I just got divorced. We're in quarantine. I was drinking a bottle a day, chain smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. Um, and I was, um, I was in a very abusive job and and I kept on taking it. I would just drink, like keep on just a cycle and breaking out of that. I always had these ideas to do a Sri Lankan food cart and to run a business by myself and do these to like the concept of doing a 36 course dinner. Like me and Chris talked about it fucking like five years ago and I couldn't get it done because I was soaked in alcohol. And um, you know, you come up with you come up with these ideas, drunk like, oh, we should do a fucking thirty six course food tank. Dinner. And then you wake and up you, and, and then you're like, you wake up, you're like, I can't do that. Um, so being you know dry has given me uh, the ability to do these dumb ideas and keep on pushing forward. So uh, you got that dry drive. I got that dry drive. It's called a superpower, Sid. <laughs> but so I, I mean, I just thank you all for coming out today. Um, you know, I love collaborating. I love working with other people. Um, and it was so great to see so many familiar faces and new faces. Um, and thank you for supporting the podcast. And thanks for supporting fun shit in seattle I'm, i i love to do creative fun stuff and i can't do it unless you guys support it so um thank you thank you ben's and friends thanks ben's friends thanks thanks i, I can't name everyone that's here because you know, no, there's, I know there's a lot but, but thank but, you uh thanks for the podcast thanks for supporting um sobriety uh we will see you next time on the seattle restaurant podcast <laughs>